from the twisted realm of science and the darkest pits of reason comes chilling tales of godlessness. Bear witness to the unfathomable terror that is... The Good Atheist! Hey everybody, it's The Good Atheist. November 24th, 2009. I'm Ryan Harkness. My name is Jacob Forte. And it was fussy. There you go. That's how you do no, it. No, no. Yours is... You hate mine because mine sounds kind of cheesy radio thing. Well, too bad. People still like the cheesy radio shit. Have you not listened to radio ever? No. You don't listen to radio, so Ra- you don't know. Isn't radio for old racist white people? That's talk radio. <laughs> yeah, talk radio. I think the fir- the top seven programs for talk radio in terms of the audio listening audience are all conservative radio. You got Rush Limbaugh, you got Sean Hannity, you got Lou Dobbs, all really bigoted, racist, fear mongering jackasses, and mm. uh, they're the kings of talk radio. Lovely. I'm just saying that you know it sounds like the opening of the show. Whenever you do it. It's like a ripoff of The Daily Show. It really is. The way you... you I, I just don't like it. I just think that your delivery is flat. Not the general idea of the day. Because as you saw, I, I fucking... Your delivery is flat because it sounds too commercial. No, no, it's not too those, commercial. Those conflict. No, those conflict. You are the one that says, it's commercial, and that's why you don't like it. No, I'm saying it's bad, and that's why I don't like you're it. You're like the only one who complains about it. And you're the only I'm one... The, I know, but your opinion doesn't matter. I know, but look at this. That's <laughs> the person who hears it every single yeah. time. I mean, you just got to deal with it. I oh, mean, no, you keep hearing it. Oh, God. Well, you know, I can do it, and then when I'm done, we can bring you into the room so that you can feel a little bit better. Because apparently I'm dealing with a diva here. I'm uh, dealing, ladies and gentlemen, with a gigantic diva. Yep, I care about the quality of the show. Oh, uh, such a diva. Yeah, yeah. Such a diva. Because you know what? I received so many emails complaining about the intro part. Actually, I received emails of people saying they love the date thing. So you're totally wrong and have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, with that, speaking of the of not knowing what you're talking about, let's talk a little bit about neur- uh, okay, naturopathy. <laughs> naturopathy, naturopathy, however the fuck you want to call this. Speak, I don't care. Speak, I don't care how it's pronounced. Because speak, Speaking of people who don't know what they're talking about, I warned you ahead, ahead of time that we didn't know how to pronounce uh, naturopathy. Well, here's, <laughs> here's, here's Neuropathic the deal. medicine. It's not neuro. Stop saying neuro because that's brain. This is natural. Oh, yeah, natural. See that's... It's a fucking made up word anyways. It's like, hey, how do you pronounce this word that doesn't mean anything? Oh, I don't know. How about who gives a shit? How about that? Plus it's funny cuz we have so many fans from different countries with different accents that it really doesn't matter how we pronounce it. Oh, how's it pronounced in the regional Canadian dialect? Who cares? Who cares? But in ca- in ca- in case you don't know what naturopathy, naturopathy Whatever the fuck Naturopathy, was. perhaps? No, I, like I don't think that's the one. Naturopathy. Naturopathy. Yeah, I think it's good. Anyways, anybody that's wondering what it is, it's kind of like a pseudoscience that says that, uh, that wants to use kind of natural healing therapies to get a person to, you know, get over illness. It's, it's, it's kind of like, you know, before they had medical science, it was like, that's what they used. Well, it's that whole... The, the natural world is healthier, and we will use the nature's healing touch to save you. Let me tell you what. Nature does not have a healing touch. Nature touches you. It's like fucking death. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is the touch of death. It's really. like we minimize nature's touch as much as possible. Most of the time. So as we, not to die. Well, most of the time, whatever we consider natural is completely and utterly not natural. I mean, you think a tomato is natural? It's entirely a product of genetic engineering, man. We've been engineering that shit for a long time. 
They're delicious. <laughs> and that's man's fault. That is man's fault. We've made it. Tomato is a monstrosity, really. If you think about it, it's a natural monstrosity. But it's delicious, and so many, so many things require tomatoes. Mm. I love tomatoes. So what's the deal with this? Uh, well, it's, there's there's a big news here. A reader sort of sent me to this link from the National Post. I don't normally read the National Post because I consider it to be conservative garbage, but once in a while they get things right. And uh, it was basically an article talking about how in Ontario they're thinking about giving the rights to naturopaths to essentially write prescriptions. Uh, and they would be like uh, officially recognized practitioners because they, they kind of have a pseudo status here in Canada. We can't seem to get rid of these jackasses. You know, they'll just pop up and be like, I took a course in naturopathy and I can, I can prescribe things for you like antibiotics and blah, blah. They already do this in B.C., by the way. Um, oh, B.C. Uh, so new. So many hippies. So many fucking hippies over there. You know, it's just. They got their weed, which I like. Then they got their fucking, you know, alternative medicine bullshit, which I do not like. They, you know what they remind me of? They remind me of Sedona in Arizona. Just, just, a, just one of those, ooh, there are vortexes everywhere, and these vortexes do things. You ever hear of that? No, kind of I've never bullshit? heard of this whatsoever. Please explain. Okay, well, people regard a vortex. Essentially, um, depending on where you are, the, 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 the magnetic field of the Earth will be slightly different. Because, I mean, figure you're in the desert, and it's a whole bunch of sand, and then you're in the mountains, and a whole bunch of rock. There's going to be a d- varying you know, degrees of, of magnetic strength, I guess. It's, mm-hmm. Since, you know, sort of like the, 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 it's the spinning of the core of the earth that creates a magnetic field that pretty much allows you to live, you know, not get bombarded by cosmic rays. So you can kind of measure this. And once in a while you get spots where there, you know, are dips or valleys or whatever. So hippies like to pretend that these have actual significance, that when there's lower magnetic or, or, or polarity they're like this is a magical vortex area and if you go there the earth will replenish your energies you know how these fucking hippies it, are it, with it, their energies man is, is this kind of the opposite of if you live in that shitty project in the middle of all those high tension wires <laughs> no actually I don't think that has anything to do with that uh, it's it's more like again I mean they have this very generic idea of what energy is right they're always they're the people who are like ooh energy is good and I'm going to manipulate your energies which mm-hmm. actually is, is brings me back to uh, you know naturopathy which is kind of like it's a catch all for all uh, of these bullshit medicines because they combine stuff like you know chiropractic uh, whatever you want to displacements or whatever uh, homeopathy iridology that's the that's these that's the them pe- that's people looking at your eyes to try to tell if you have other problems with your body they're like ooh your your eyes look cloudy therefore you have kidney problems or whatever uh, it's like a grab bag of everything Mm. Uh, they, so uh, what? This is like the umbrella from which all other stupid, not true medicinal science, quote unquote, sciences come from. Pretty much. I mean, since since it has this very generic uh, appeal by saying, "Well, we look at all the things that can naturally heal you," i.e., does nothing. Uh, that's a pretty fucking big umbrella when you look at like the whole scope of it. So they'll try to bring in Reiki, you know, energy manipulation, crystals, whatever. Mm. There is no science. There's no logic to this thing. It's just a bunch of people who are like, ooh, this sounds really good, and we can just make these claims, and who cares if they're not supported by any evidence? It's not like this is an evidence-based belief. Mm. So you can just make shit up. Well... 
being being the reasonable person on this show and kind of giving the devil's advocate other side, I've always kind of thought that there is at least some good that comes out of it from the idea of of some of the things these people say, which is basically, you know, live healthier lives, uh, try cutting down on all of the the fucking artificial bullshit that you're eating and ingesting and, and using in your life that might be making you unhealthy. But of course, on the other hand, now we got to lay out all of the dangers that these people pose, and the fact that a lot of them, the, a lot of the shit that they say is just simply not true. A lot of the even even the course that students take to become actual, you know, government recognized naturopaths or whatever the fuck it is. No, I think that was the right way to pronounce it. You got it. Nice. Naturopath. Bing. Naturopath. E- even that, the the actual textbooks and literature that they use is full of all sorts of information that has been scientifically, medically proven to be untrue and wrong. Well, you were saying that uh, in the wiki uh, for um, on on naturopathy, there there was they were talking that the American Medical Association in the forties had this huge campaign to basically push back against all this fucking quackery, and they had down to five states that were allowing that. Like, it was almost a major victory. And you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of when you take antibiotics and you don't take them enough, Mm -hmm. where all of a sudden the ones that remain are stronger than ever, and they just spread out again like a fucking disease. Well, that's naturopathy in a fucking nutshell. Well, the whole problem is, even if we killed it completely, these these are memes, these are ideas, it, very hard to kill, you know what I mean? They're going to come back. <laughs> people are, people are going it's, to... It's like, look at... Uh, Look at all all the people drinking piss again, and and, and that's kind of this resurgence because people went back and read these old books and said, "Oh, look at these dumb old people. They used to do that. It must be good." Dar. Well, have you seen have you seen um, all of those ads for get whiter teeth and that kind of stuff? And I noticed one of the I like things the ones that, say, that are like. Uh, a, a mom Exactly, that's it. what I was going to say. That's <laughs> exactly what I was going to say. Have you noticed that? They're all like, well, a single mom discovered it, and there's still this appeal that people have saying like, my mom knew all these anecdotal thingy-bajiggies, and I'm going to listen to her because she was a mom. It's like your mom saying, oh, bundle up or you'll get a cold, or you know, don't eat something that's off the floor because no, it's no, no, dirty. You, you, all that shit that actually is totally and utterly false, but because your mom said it, you fucking believe it. I know, but this is also a late 2009. This is a marketing push, because who do you think that they're really marketing this white teeth? Women care more about it than men. They're marketing to women, and it's part of that late 2009 trend of 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 boostering that idea that, oh, a single mom did it, and I'm a single mom, and single moms are awesome, I'll do it. And look, Windows 7 has the same ad things where it has a picture of a woman, and she's saying, I wanted Windows to be faster and more reliable, and look, they did it. I am awesome. I'm like this whole self-perpetuating... What I want, what I need is awesome. So sort of girl power with like four R's? Actually, girl with G-R-R-L. That's a whole other thing, man. If you look up that whole Riot Girl thing, and they're actually pretty cool. I like Riot Girls. But but this whole... It's this idiotic kind of like self-serving, pat yourself on the back for no reason advertising thing. Anyways, it's a bit of a tangent, but I just wanted to point out that this whole... This is going on, and you'll notice it more now that i pointed out. Look at advertisements that are marketed towards women, and you'll see that it's kind of this weird bringing up, it was me (laughs) attitude going on. That that they're using to to say, to, to bring women together and say, awesome, I'll buy this because women's approval. I think it's just part of a wider problem. I mean, the, the reason why quackery exists is just because if you look at our, our relative understanding of 
medicine is pretty low. I mean, even people that will sort of bad talk, uh, you know, medicine, they'll always have the same talking points. Oh, doctors are in the pockets of big pharma, and as a result, drugs are not meant to sort of like help you, but they're really just only meant to create profit and blah, blah, blah. This is a pretty common, mm-hmm. uh, you know, comeback. And and I think it's 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 ironic that people sort of see these types of, you know, alternative medicine practitioners as somehow being the answer, saying, well, they're not in the pockets of big pharma, but, but, but it's like they're big fucking alternate medicine. Like they are, it's their own business. They operate based on your fucking gullibility, and you don't think that they're multi-billion dollar business just like fucking pharmaceuticals? Like even fake medicine is big business. But you, you got you got to understand that uh, pe- people look at hospitals as, as in the pocket of big pharma and being big business because that's what they are and it scares them because yeah when these companies need to make profits they're going to do some shady shit you can't you, you can no longer trust them i mean you hear all these stories about people who go in for end of life treatment and the hospital does all of these things to them to rack up the bill it's just People have a right to be slightly worried and skeptical about what's going on in hospitals right now because their object, the doctor's objectivity, the hospital's objectivity, has been compromised. Now, I'm not saying that the fucking the, the that whole conspiracy theory is true, but this is the fucking edge that these kinds of things. Come I know, but in if, under. You're, if, if you're always looking at the worst case scenario, saying, "Well." Some of the integrity of the medical establishment has been compromised. Yeah. Um, then you have to sort of like, you know, if you're going to be fair about that, you have to be fair about alternative I- medicine, which is what people aren't doing. They're not fair about both. They're saying, well, there are some serious problems with the current medical establishment. Well, there are gigantic problems with alternative medicine that's even... It's commandeered the word medicine. It doesn't even deserve the fucking word medicine. It's like the very fact that they're using this, it just, I know, I talked about it last show. It angers me. It fucking drives me crazy. I mean, even in the description of what nurture, uh, uh, naturopathy is, they're like, natural medicine. What, what is this natural medicine? Now, you got two things about medicine. Number one, if it has an effect, it means that it can have, like, a deleterious effect. It means that if I give you St. John's wort for your depression and it has an effect because it has been known to have mild, you know sort of like minor uh, antidepressant kind of like um, pr- uh, properties to it um, if you combine it with other drugs it's going to totally fucking mess up your system because these are real you know sort of like the, the, these components in your body are having an effect and meanwhile these idiots that have literally had no training apart from let's study the five elements of Chinese key and, and you're just like oh my god like these are they, they're idiots of the fucking wheel you know what I mean like just it would almost like be getting a guy to drive a high-performance vehicle that's learned driving from a video game. He doesn't know? even know how to stick shift. Doesn't Like, knows nothing. Just pretended all day long to be a race car driver and then finally gets in a high-performance machine and be like, let's roll. No, you would never let him do that. You're not qualified. Get the fuck out of this car, you maniac. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, people can say, and then I know this is a very common talking point where people will say well there is some, you know like there is a, a beneficial effect that people have from some of these alternative medicine particularly because you know that whole phenomenon that when you go to the doctor he'll look at you for 10 minutes give you a pill and then get you the fuck out of there and at the end of the day you don't really feel like you were treated and that can have kind of like an effect on 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 how you you uh, how quickly you heal because maybe if you you know if you don't feel like anyone paid attention to you or or that kind of stuff it can have a negative 
you know, connotations on your emotions, and, and that plays a factor. That's the placebo effect. Hospitals right? are cold, barren places where angry, busy people get you the fuck out so they can continue to live whatever crazy Grey's Anatomy lifestyle they're living in there. Or, or, maybe, you know, or maybe just, you know, sort of like <laughs> take care of the most in-need people. And, and that's the kind of thing that we, that we have to deal with. The fact, the fact of the matter is we do spend, especially in Canada, we do spend quite a bit of money on, 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 on health care. Maybe we don't. We, maybe we still don't spend enough. You know, maybe maybe there, maybe it should be one of the biggest expenditures that we have because our health is of primary concern to us. You're not healthy anymore. Your life is over. You know, health is like the first fucking thing. That's why they toast it. Yep. They toast to your health because when you don't have it, it really sucks. Life sucks when you don't have health. Ask anybody who's sick. Yep, trust me. I've experienced my own six months of not being healthy, and it was the balls. Yeah. Well, you know what? Even Glenn Beck experienced that, and that made him want to change the medical establishment. Until, of course, you know, he got better and then decided that it was the best, best health care in the world in the United States. Ah, lovely. <laughs> made a 360 in less than a year. Congratulations, sir. But, yeah, when you're in that situation, it always feels pretty terrible. And I think that there is some degree of... of like alternative medicine is picking up where where modern medicine is failing to be able to provide kind of comfort and treatment to people, and it's just because that part costs a lot of fucking money. You know, it's 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 not cheap, uh, and I think that that's kind of like that that is a bit of our fault. That is something that we should work to improve. I figure that's the only way we can really get rid of alternative medicine because nothing seems to be working. I mean, we keep telling people it's bullshit, and people still believe it, and they've believed it for a long time. You know, it's just it hasn't stopped. I don't know. Maybe we need maybe we need some fucking attack dogs again from the medical institute uh, from from the medical area fighting. Actually, that might start a war. Maybe we don't want that. No, I, I think I think sometime once in a while you, know, you do need that. You don't but, think but the first time they tried it was a war? Hell yeah, it was but with war. the media the way it is now, I don't know if we would win the side of rationality because hey, guess what? It's a sensationalist media. The side of rationality is often just not interesting enough to win. It really well, by, by, that, by that same regard, let me ask you this question. Um, are we winning the war on creationism? Are we winning? Uh, not really, no. Creationism is continuing to spread. So I'm sure at the end there's going to be some kind of crazy uh, moment of reckoning, a revelation, if you will, and then <laughs> we shall win. But at this point, we're still losing ground. More and more people are, are talking about creationism. It's becoming a bigger issue. So no, we aren't winning. We well, are not. I, th- I think though that's a, that's a different reason because of the way that maybe is that a glass half is, empty attitude? I think it's actually just because right now creationism is being framed entirely within sort of like a religious uh, context, and I think actually that's the big problem because everybody sees it. Well, you either believe in evolution and you're an atheist, or you believe in creationism and you're religious. And if you ask people between, you know, like to choose between the truth, no matter how unpleasant it is, and a comforting lie. What are they going to pick? But it, it, the people who accept the comforting lie are rarely the individuals that make any fucking difference whatsoever. They're just the idiots. Like, the people that are fucking really believe in that shit. What are, what are they doing with their belief? Nothing. But, I mean, any time where it's not an issue, it's just because their belief isn't incompatible with the rest of their life. Like, they've, made, they've managed to square that away. So a person who's taken antibiotics and who's also a creationist doesn't realize that the very fucking existence of antibiotics relies on our understanding of evolution. Yeah, but this is why creationists and uh, coincidentally uh, naturopathic people and, and people who subscribe to that aren't 
taking antibiotics and endangering everybody because of it. Well, that's a huge that's a huge thing too because they are opposed specifically to vaccination. Uh, they believe that you you know when you were asking me what's the danger, even though vac- what's the harm even I'm like, though hello even though vaccinations are about the most natural thing it's true ever. it's true it's like you're using your own body's immune system to protect itself yeah you can't get more natural than that bitches here's a little bit of that natural virus Ugh. yeah it's uh, it, it it it's annoying and 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 the very fact that they are potentially going to get more legitimacy is very scary now if you go to the site. On the uh, in on the article uh, called "Get Your Shit Together, Ontario," uh, I want that there are two emails that people can send. If you're from Ontario and you're listening to this, go to the website thegoodatheist.net and send them a fucking email. Let them know how you feel because it's, it's bullshit. Yeah, because Ontario, in some ways, is is starting to be a little bit like Texas. People have to start doing shit about the dumb stuff happening in Ontario because Ontario is that battleground. You know, Western Canada kind of goes one way. And then Quebec is... Well, Quebec is just its own thing. Yeah, Quebec is... Quebec is its own thing. Yeah, it's like exactly. a bunch of French Canadians. They but do their own thing. Ontario, there's a fucking battle, man. Absolutely, there's a battle. Well, you know, I would say, actually, the, the, the benefit that we have in Quebec is that the after the Quiet Revolution in the 1960s, because before then, Quebec was a very, very religious place. Like, the schools, the hospital, everything was run by the Catholic Church. And then and, and by the government of Duplessis, which was this pretty fucking corrupt dude who essentially controlled all of Quebec. But there was a quiet revolution, and it was essentially kind of the intellectuals took over. And you, you can kind of, I don't want to sort of compare it to the Founding Fathers, but they were secularists. They believed in Enlightenment values. In fact, if you talk to most Quebec intellectuals, they're all atheists. And they or, were party or, animals, too. Yeah, true. They were pretty party <laughs> And smokers. Man, do Quebecers smoke. It's unbelievable how many cigarettes they smoke. Anyways. They even smoke in churches. It's it's because they're the coolest. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. Maybe it's just because of all. Hey, the back in the right? day, I swear, it's like smoking was fucking cool. So yeah, all Quebec people will smoke. Okay, fine. But anyways, my point is, Quebec does its own thing, and and to a large part, I mean, if you want to understand Quebec, look at France, and it's uh, it's kind of similar in the the same laws, mostly like Napoleonic civil code, which is just weird. Uh, but that's how things roll over there. So Quebec's its own dealio. You don't even count it as the rest of Canada because it's so weird. But yeah, you're right. Ontario is a pretty fucking gigantic battleground. A significant portion of the population lives there. And honestly, we can't give them the biggest province population-wise cannot fall to quackery. You know? Hello? Cannot fall. I don't even care if you're not from Ontario. Send these fucking people a message saying, what the hell is wrong with you? We need to create a little bit more... Of uh, kind of a buzz, and and you know honestly, I'm not big enough to do that alone. Really not. <laughs> We're not that large enough. Okay, let's let's. I want to talk about something else equally stupid and annoying, but kind of a little bit more funny. I want to talk about sad hugs. <laughs> <laughs> are okay. you are you going to include the side hug song in the yes, podcast? You know what? We're gonna we're gonna. I have a new thing that allows us to do that now. So I'm going to include that. Right now, so I'm gonna we're gonna put a little five seconds of the song, so that you can guy you guys can get an appreciation of what they're trying to do here. Because this is one of those rap songs. They're rapping about side hugging. And let's see if you guys can catch the Star Wars reference in the song. Let's take a listen. Okay, here we go. Side hook, that Christian side hook, that Christian side hook. I'm a rough rider, 
nothing. No front hugs and no kissing. I ain't that scared to call your mama. You'll be rolling home in a coma. I got my crew. You ain't got nothing. Follow these rules. Cause we ain't bluffing now. You ain't no rabbi. You ain't no priest. So rise up off me like the showbread with no yeast. Now, don't use that front hug, boy. That makes it awkward. That's inappropriate. You back up offer cause we wanna keep our minds pure, wanna keep away from sin. That means it's you too, girl. Only oh, we're all around you. Give me that Christian side hug, that Christian side hug. Give me that Christian side hug, that Christian side hug. I'm a Okay, so in case you didn't really fathom what you were listening to, no, it's not sort of like a rap song. It's it's just uh, it's a fake. It's an entirely a fake song about a side hug. Now, well, what do you mean? It's a fake song. It's a, it's it's a song that was made by a Christ, by like these Christians for a uh, a big one of those mega retreat things that Christian kids go to to get brainwashed. Well, what at. I mean by a fake song is this, it, it's not a song that just some guy sort of said. You know what? I really feel like talking about my feelings, so I'm going to write a song rapping about my struggles. You know, like just to a large degree, I still see. Traditional rap as being that sort of a musical form of poetry. Okay, mm-hmm. can we agree that rap is a musical form of poetry? Sure. Okay, this is not poetry. This is this is essentially a sales tactic for a new abstinence craze that is the side hug. Now, if you want to know what a side hug is, you ever take a photo with someone and sort of like you hold them on the side and put your arm near their hip, going cheese. Okay, well that's how everybody want. That's how Christians want you to hug now. Because regular hugs are too sexual. Because there is genital-to-genital touching. You know, despite multiple layers of clothing. I don't know how many but, but, layers but of clothing here, But here, here's the crazy thing. I've gotten lots of hugs. And trust me, I've tried. But I've never managed to get my genitals fucking Maybe, well, <laughs> involved I'm pretty, in I'm that hug. I'm pretty tall, so normally it's like genital-to-stomach. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you so. actually do get that genital. Like, is that something that you're aware of when you hug? Only if I have a half erection and the chick that I'm hugging is pressing really hard against it, but grinding is, my is, penis this, against my zipper. This is what I mean. Like, I mean, and I come from the rave scene, man. Let me tell you what. They're hug crazy. I've, I've never had any hug that I felt was especially sexy enough unless it was on purpose for there to merit a side hug. So that's, that's the key. That's my key complaint about this is I'm like, you know what? Even, even Christians who are like abstinence is good. I'm like, come on. The side hug... That's just ridiculous. Well, you know what it reminds me of? Okay, here's here's what it reminds me of. When I was a kid, it was no big deal kissing your parents, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you were young. And then all of a sudden you reach that age where everybody's like, okay, that's kind of creepy. And you got to stop doing that. But it's only creepy because people sexualize it. It's not like when I kissed my, my parents, there was any sexual connotations behind that. It was just a type of affection. Yeah, and I- that's what's so creepy about the side hug. They're making regular hugging sexualized. What the fuck, man? What are you supposed to say to a little kid's hugging? Oh, don't do that because your genitals are touching? That's really fucking messed up if you think about it. Like, the whole... This is what I've always hated about the whole abstinence movement from Christians. They try to take what is normal, regular human activities and methods of affection, and then they totally sexualize it, confusing the hell out of kids and just, you know, creating essentially fucking weirdos. Maybe that's the best way to describe it. Like... You have to be a weirdo to just side hug people. That is just the weirdest, stupidest thing I've ever fucking heard in my life. And now it's a new thing. It's a craze. It's growing enough that they have a terrible rap song about it. 
What mm-hmm. were you saying about the the ones that were singing? They're they're not actual. Are well, they lip syncing? Uh, what's, what's the deal? He, he, oh, I mean, I'm sure. No, they're out there performing. But this is the thing. This is this is like one of the. These are the ministers that are at this thing. They are not a rap group. They just uh, you know they go on there and they sing about Jesus and they 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 do that whole powwow to get everybody to get the spirit of Christ inside everybody. And for one of the whole uh, costume changes slash music changes, they were all ran back, put on their hip hop garb, and came out and did their side hug rap. And you know, that's 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 you know the standard. It's like a fucking Britney Spears concert, man. They do all sorts of shit during these shows. I checked it out. It's like this uh, this Encounter Generations conference that they hold every year. And it actually runs almost like it runs at the end of February. So around my birthday is sort of like usually when they have these little gatherings. I'm like, we should go for my birthday, man. I yeah, would, you know, I would love to go and infiltrate and not be a dick about it. No, like, no, go, no, go. just to sort of like incognitus, mm-hmm. totally incognitus, and yep. just listen to people. Like, because uh, I was reading that book you had, uh, Righteous, about this this one writer that went and followed a whole bunch of Christian youth mo- evangelical movements. Oh, you've been like reading that. that, eh? I I I pretty much finished it except for the end part. Yeah, you know that's that would make that would have allowed me to finish it, but I didn't. The end. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have a lot of books to read, and it kind of got redundant. But my point was, it was really interesting to see the author's um, kind of perspective of of being this general outsider mm-hmm. towards this really really strong youth movement because the, the evangelical movement is is actually pretty fucking savvy. Like we can look at that and say. That's pretty lame, but you know, no, no, when, no, you, go, when you go on the site, market. it's slick. Uh, you know, it's it's it, it, it always uses the latest buzzword. They try to use music kids are interested in. It's always why sort of Christian music has been becoming a lot more sophisticated. It's not just sort of like the Christ is mad. They're like, no, we need all types of music covered. We need hardcore rock and roll, which. Doesn't make any sense to be Christian, but whatever. Hey, you know what? I'm not going to say Christians can't rock. That's up to the Bible. Heavy, uh, they can't. I'm sorry. You can't heavy metal. You can't heavy metal. Although, uh, unless you're dealing with the Old Testament stuff. Then, then you sh- totally should. Because when you're fucking heavy meddling about, say, guys like Onan getting smited by God for spilling his seed, you know, when he was supposed to fuck his brother's widow, that's pretty badass. You can make, a, you can make like a Metallica song, kind of like, Onan, God killed you. Or, or how about angels from heaven to slaughter the fucking assholes. There you go. Yeah. Or there you go. That's, or, or, or that one where that bald guy gets made fun of and God sends all those bears. That's a, that, you know what? That's a heavy metal song right there. Sending bears to kill children for making fun of a prophet. You know, I think his name was Alicia, which already tells you that for a guy... That's a ridiculous name. I know, and for him to be so stuck up about being made fun of is the fact that he has a girl name that he calls bears down to kill kids. The only thing I love about that story is it reveals that baldness has always been a problem. Where you're bald and all of a sudden it's like, ha ha! Like, how long has this been a thing where people make fun of bald people? A long time. It was in the Old Testament. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it goes beyond that. and And there was an important lesson in there about not making fun of bald people because bears will eat you. If you do. Only, yeah, but it, that's because he was also a prophet. So bears will eat you if you make fun of important God people. No, no, no. But see, that's the whole thing. That's the thing about taking the Bible literally or however the fuck you want to take it based on what your mood is on the day. Because, hey, they said you're not allowed to speed your seat on the ground. Um, and they also said you're not but, allowed but, to wear cloths of two different fabrics. I, I know, but here's the thing. They use it as a justification against masturbation. But I'm like, no, it's only if you're banging your, your dead brother's... Wife that you're not allowed to pull out, you know. It's like you gotta you gotta do it all internal. 
when you're banging your your brother's wife, and that's that's the literal. So I mean, you could say, yeah, as a prophet, it's only because he's a prophet. But in the same masturbation is evil, which I think we can agree everybody took that inference. Why can't we take the inference that you're not allowed to make fun of bald people? I can appreciate that as a balding man. That is. That is an inference that I think we should have on bumper stickers across America. Well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Getting by Don't bears make if you fun made of yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, this is this is always what I found hilarious about the Bible. Everybody already knows this, has been listening, but I'm going to repeat it because you all love it when I say it, is that everybody always chooses the part of the Bible that best fits what they believe. Now, the whole thing about that is that, say you take a guy like Kellogg, you know, like the, 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 the dude who invented the cereal. He was an anti, like, he, he hated sex. Right, he didn't want anyone having sex, masturbating. He hated uh, so his whole thing was like he wanted to create a breakfast regiment and a routine exercise. By the way, he fully supported yogurt enemas. Anyways, it's a whole different story. Uh, <laughs> but, Sounds creamy. Yeah. Oh God, yogurt enema. So you know, he's 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 like kind of like one of those famous. I hate sex, and I don't want anybody else to have sex. Uh, and, uh, and, 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 and you know that there are plenty of people that have that attitude. It's, it's, I actually think it's a, it's a psychological condition. They, they, they believe that roughly 1%, 1.4% of the population is, is either, um, uh, like against it or indifferent to sexuality. And it's just basically because you can imagine that there's like a variety of sexual appetite between human beings, right? Mm-hmm. You, you know who, uh, Kinsey is the guy who made that whole, uh, Sexual habits of the human male and human yeah, female. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, he he he. In his study, he actually found out about people that you know, like the, the the variance in sexual desire. And there were some people that either didn't care about sex or hated it all outright. These people exist. Now, if you hate sex outright, the Bible is your fucking best friend because there's plenty of fucking places that'll tell you don't have any sex, don't have any fun, no masturbating, whatever. So they'll take the par- passage of the Bible and they're going to go run with it. Now, let's take another example. A person who's not anti-sex, but who hates the idea of fabrics that are sort of made of different cloths, right? And he decides, fuck it, I don't want polyester. Polyester is an abomination to God. Well, luckily, he has like a very, a passage that exists right there that says that this is a sin unto God. And if he really wanted to, he could create a gigantic abstinence from polyester movement and, uh, you know, do all kinds of songs and have all kinds of fucking parades against cloths of many fabrics and, and the same could be true for unleavened bread because the Jews were hated yeast or they fucking hated seafood. I, I don't care what you hate. The but, point is, Bible can justify it and you could really make an entire a huge movement and say, the word of God says that don't eat shrimp. You're like, what? No. Well, what, what about all those people who, uh, who are followers of Jacob and his Technicolor dream coat or Joseph? There we go. Joseph. And his magical dream coat of his, many colors? Yeah, exactly. Doesn't that break the rules right there? Of, Technicolor of, dream coat. Ba, 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 ba. Well, they could be the same fabric. It's just dyes, man. Oh, there's, no fucking, there's no rules against dyes. Oh, okay. There you go. I like this. I like this then. And besides, it wasn't really a Technicolor dream coat. It was just a really nice coat. <laughs> Andrew Lloyd Webber made it awesome. <laughs> he did make it awesome. But, you know, I, I actually the, the coat is supposed to represent the jealousy that the other brothers have regarding Jacob. Uh, reg- uh, not Jacob, I'm sorry. Joseph. Regarding Joseph, because he's Jacob's favorite, because he's the, he's the son of his, of his most favorite wife that was barren for years and then finally produces a son. And then everybody else is like, motherfucker, because he's clearly the favorite, so they sell him to ten slavery. Buck, ten bucks said 
that I was his favorite wife because she was barren. Because think about this. Back in the day when there's no uh, prophylactics or anything else like that, imagine how awesome a barren wife is. No, no, otherwise, no, man, it was the opposite. It was the opposite. Well, no, I mean, here's the thing. You have multiple wives. Yeah. A barren wife is great. Who do you think gets fucked the most back in the day? The barren wife. Yeah, but Duh. this is this is back in the day, man, where you needed more fucking heirs because they were your slave class. I know, but you have like ten goddamn wives. They have no rights. Just gotta catch them all, buddy. Go have a whole bunch of really fertile chicks. So you're, you're telling but, me you're telling me if you had ten wives and you have one of them that you just love more than all the others, and she you, can't you have love, a kid, you, and you can't have a kid. No, 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 with her, no, no. She'll you, be your favorite. I'm you're saying stupid. I'm saying you love her because you could have sex with her anytime, yeah. and twelve months later, or sorry, nine. <laughs> Don't know Twelve what. months later, what are you a fucking <laughs> elephant or something, weirdo? <laughs> I don't know. It just slipped in there. Nine months later, a baby doesn't pop out. Then this, that will be your favorite wife because you're like, I gotta no, keep. That will this. be your favorite wife because that's how you roll. Back then, that's not how they rolled. They liked kids back in the day. I guess you don't like kids now. More kids is less work. More kids is less work. Well, and besides, you're you're getting your you're getting your wives to care of the kids, and by the time they're adults, then you train them to be soldiers, farmers, whatever. They're just little slaves for you. Mm. That's probably how they viewed it back then. I mean, think about this: Did Abraham ask Isaac if he could sacrifice him or cut off the fucking skin of his penis? No, there was no discussion. You do what you want with these fucking people. So it's it's kind of like the bigger the tribe and the more you have your kids, you're you're you are the Potter familias. You are the fucking god of these individuals. So of course you want more. So your your idea is dumb. Okay. Now circling back around and getting back to these uh, the, these people with their these side, side with their side hugs and, 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 and how deceptively awesome it is because this is the thing i mean you you look at who they're sending this message to they're indoctrinating the children the children if you want we might think we laugh at it and think it's lame number one because we just don't take anything religious people say seriously mm. uh but number two be, because we don't recognize the fact that hey this is the market that they're pushing for do do, do you like hannah montana do you think it's stupid have you ever watched that iCarly show which is like the most popular show on television right now. That show is painful. These are the worst shows in the, the history worst. of the universe, and they are they are on par with this side side hug song. So, you know, kids will like that Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and the side hug rap. So you've got to watch out because that stupid shit is fucking. Crazy. I know, but it's so, it, it, it's, it's so stupid. It borders on the edge of sort of like mockery. Because at first, when I went to the site. Uh, that that uh, that you sent the link that you sent me. They they had the stuff Christians like, which I actually thought was a parody site because they have a little diagram about how to give a side hug. And when you look at the diagram, it is so beyond ridiculous that you just surely this must be a joke, right? This is but this is Poe's law in effect, where you know a parody is so close to the actual. You know the the thing that they're parodying that it is indistinguishable, and at, at that point it doesn't matter if it's parody or not. You know that's how I view it. So if a person says, "Hey, that site's a parody," I'm like, "Too, you can't tell. Too bad. It's the same thing." And I'm sure you'd find some Christians who'd be like, "Ooh, a side hug. Now there's a good idea. I've always been worried about my children hugging front to front because all kinds of nastiness and sinfulness can occur if this happens. Yeah, especially boy on boy. That's hugging nuts. That's double evil." <laughs> I've I've hugged guys in the past. There's been never no nut touching. I, I, 
There's lots of fucking fabric between this. I think that they're making a big I, I, deal I don't out of understand where all this fabric is coming from, buddy. I mean, I have a pair of underwear and a pair of jeans. That's like two and that's a half. That's pretty thick. That's, two and a, thick. that's maybe two centimeters worth of fabric. Maybe. I know, but it's it's there's fabric there, and you're not always touching. Like I don't know how big your package is, but I don't think it's 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 just rubbing against every single square inch of your pants. It's not totally bulging out, which means that when you hug someone, the bulges are touching. I'm suggesting you're not Peter North. That's all I'm suggesting. Okay, I just that, that's fine. Like, no, we don't all have gigantic dongs, but I mean to say that the thin fabric. I'm just nitpicking. Don't worry about me. Besides, this is jeans, man. Jeans are not thin fabric. Jeans are. I mean, look. I, I'll admit. I'll admit. Front to front hugging with an underwear, and like pretty, silk, silk under uh, silk <laughs> silk undijammies, nice <laughs> garments, so may like have a tint of sexuality. M- might be slightly gay. Just maybe. I love hugging my male friends in silk pajamas. <laughs> I can't stop. Okay, here's something I wanted to talk about lastly before we go. Because this is something that you you brought to my attention. And I was afraid that we were going to just forget about this. Because you know how it is? It's always like one of those things. There's literally so much happening in the atheist movement that once in a while we just forget to talk about shit. But this is something that I, I still have yet to blog about. And I need to. But it is crazy. And it is essentially this new bumper sticker. Uh, that's go, uh, calling on all people to pray for Obama, and it, and it links basically Psalm 109.8. And no, it's not one of those nice pray for your president to you know have success, some success. The the Psalm itself is. Uh, I'll read you what the entire thing is. <clears throat> well, the, we the the initial one is just let his days be few. That's let, yeah. Let his that, days that's be- that's that specific verse. That's like you know that guy with the sign in the baseball thing, John three sixteen. Like like uh, like Psalm what is it one oh nine eight is yeah. let his days be few. So that's what they are directly advertising. Now you're going to read us the entire, the entire song. That that whole verse. Yeah, that uh, whole delicious the, the, verse the, 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 from the from from the book of God. That peaceful manual to live your life by. Here we go. Let his days be few, and let another take his office. Let his children be fatherless and his wife a widow. Let his children be continually vagabonds and beg. Let them seek their bread also out of their desolate places. Let the extortioner catch all that he hath, and let the stranger spoil his labor. Let there be none to extend mercy unto him, neither let there be any to favor his fatherless children." Let his posterity be cut off, and in the generation following, uh, let their name be blotted out. Let the inequity of their fathers be remembered with the Lord, and let not the sins of his mother be blotted out. Let them be before the Lord continually, that they may be cut off from the memory of them from the earth. You know, it's pretty creepy because there's so many, like, was, was there an inference to the idea of maybe cutting off his penis? Was, uh, or did I just kind of read between the lines there? You get some. And, and what about mind. that whole mother know. thing? Do you think that kind of has like do people enjoy that on the fact that oh, sh- she had sex with a black man, so she's damn too. I don't know. It, like, there's all sorts. There's, of crazy, there's, like, lot, there's lots of curses for, in the for, Bible. For, for a crazy person reading this, they must just they must just think this is like fucking crack. This must drive them crazy. They're like the Bible foretold Obama. No, I don't think it's just it's your standard fucking hex, man. Oh, it I mean, is. Everybody's know, exactly. got like that whole curse. You and your children and your children's children shall. I know, be but they, but they include the fact that they want him out of office. They talk about his mom, who people people kind of are like you know they point out that whole interracial thing. Well, there's, there's, I'm sure there, there's always been offices. Obama's, there's always children. been administrations. I'm, 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 I'm just it's seeing, not surprising that anyone would be like, 
let him die in his administration. Like, you don't think a guy like there are plenty of people like I'm not, saying that of King Herod? I know. Yeah, I'm just, I'm probably. Just, I'm just saying for, for, for fucking nut jobs that look at this, they must they must see it as some divine uh, I know, but that's so redundant. You're asking, hey, for a bunch of nut jobs, is the Bible awesome? Yeah, because it condones slavery, genocide, infanticide, murder, rape, you name it. And now and now it's ju- now it's basically encouraged people to pray for Obama to fail at fixing America. Fail? What are you talking about? They're praying for him to die. Yeah, they're praying for him to die, but it also says <laughs> and like, his, every, and his everything children, he tries to do children fail. literally to be cursed. Mm-hmm. His, his, his two young daughters to be cursed. So that, you know, they have to walk the earth and be vagabonds forever. It's just, it's, it's such a... It's sick. I, I mean, holy, sh- holy shit. What team are you guys on? What team are you guys on? It's still America, even if you don't like the coach. I still believe that the, the enti- this entire thing is nothing but masked racism. That's all that is. Because I don't even care if people are like, oh, he's a democratic president and it's evil and socialism. I'm like, I've never heard this much evil rhetoric. And it's really because well, he's but, but, but here's the thing. How much, how much attention were you, were you paying when Bill Clinton was in office? Because that got, that got to the point where nothing happened for a year because we were trying to impeach him for a blowjob. It was. It, I mean, it's bad in a different way now. I'm yeah, just, but if anybody saying, showed up at a Clinton rally with a fucking gun, everybody would have flipped the hell out. But now it's sort of like, oh, it's no big deal. A bunch of rally people showing up with pistols is their Second Amendment right. And you're just like, oh, God, this is a powder keg situation. You're throwing gasoline on a fire at this point. You know, it's, it's, it was bad in the Clinton era. I'm not saying that it wasn't. This is just worse. This is worse because he's black. And that's really quite obvious, you know. And the people, I would, I would venture to say that uh, the, I would even be willing to bet money on this that the majority of people who have this bumper sticker are old white dudes. That's all I'm saying. Mm. You're not going to see a lot of, uh, you know, colored people having mm. this bumper sticker. It's just, it's just. This is how they're expressing their racism. They're like, well, this is, this is because I don't like Obama as a person. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You have lots of black friends too, don't you? Huh? Sure you do. Sure you do. It's just it, it is so sad when we can't obviously call racism for fucking what it is. You know, it's now it's really clever now. Well, here's the thing: it's 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 strange when we, uh, even going above that when we just can't call hate hate. People have this idea that we have to be tolerant of their intolerance, and it's fucking stupid, and nobody should stand for it. Nope. I mean, Carrie Prejean is a classic example of that, where she was saying, "Everyone's being intolerant of the, of my beliefs, but they're my beliefs, and it's okay for me to have them." Like you were literally saying that it is not okay for a segment of the population to have the same rights that you do. No, that's not okay. That is not okay. I'm sorry. That's not okay. And uh, we'll continually call you for it, you bigoted piece of shit. Bigoted piece of shit. The last note, I, I want everybody to uh, go on the site. I put up a little video, and this was really interesting. It was talking about um, uh, uh, genetics and 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 and, uh, and 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 homosexuality. So it's it's actually the 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 our understanding of uh, of genetics is, is is increasing, especially with this new science called epigenetics, which is a really neat thing. I'm not uh, I'm not one. I'm not going to pretend that I know. All about it. I'm just suggesting if you've never heard do of it, do more research. Do more research. What it is is basically it's kind of a study of how organisms during development can um, can have different genes expressed depending on 
uh, kind of their embryological development. So when they're in the womb, for instance, they're, what they're saying now with this documentary, I just put up a quick um, video about it. What they're suggesting now is that uh, when, when uh, during development, say the male, uh, when, when the, the production of testosterone will essentially masculinize what was otherwise a female body, because we all start as females, uh, but sometimes if the hormone doesn't have enough of an impact on the way the brain develops, then the sexual preferences of that organism will still be what it had been before, kind of like a, a female sexual orientation, kind of a female brain, even though it's a masculinized body. So this is kind of like one of those really interesting studies that they've done with twins that have different um, uh, sexual orientations but are still genetically identical, and they're starting to use this as ways of understanding how developments in the womb have like an effect. There's also this study that found that depending on birth order, like if a woman has the more boys a woman have, the greater the chances that later on uh, the youngest may have uh, homosexual tendencies because the bo- <laughs> the body becomes better at feminizing. It, like the male is generally regarded in the female body as an enemy and a parasite, so the body gets better at fighting off this maleness and includes female tendencies. Maybe it's like one of those uh, safety mechanisms that ensures that there's never too many males, or if there is too many males, they get they turn gay and they start fucking each other, so they never really. Uh, you know, get a stranglehold, maybe. Uh, anyways, it doesn't matter. I, I thought that that was really interesting. Yeah, Definitely anybody that has, like, this whole, well, homosexuality is not natural. Just send them a link to that video. It's very interesting. Again, goodatheist.net. Come check it out. Uh, it's in the video section. It's pretty damn cool, and there's a bunch of companion videos to it. I didn't put all of them well, wait, because what's, I don't what's, have the t- what's the title of the post is for people listening to this in the future? Um, well, you can just do uh, a little YouTube search on gay twins and the study of uh, epigenetics. That's that's kind of like what the, the, the whole um, documentary is. This is just a snippet from it. We're going to try to find the whole thing to watch it because I'm fascinated by the idea. Mm-hmm. Especially I was telling you before that I've been kind of looking at um, you know ranges in sexual preferences as being kind of the same way that the Kinsey um, report did where they were get, assigning a, a number from, say, zero to six. And they were saying, well, this is kind of the there, – there, there can be lots of different variants in terms of sexual preferences. Maybe some people have preference for both. Maybe they have a preference for the same sex or the opposite sex. And, uh, you know, despite everybody, you know, like the, a large portion of, of the world still having a gigantic issue with homosexuality because, you know, they're ignorant fuckers, uh, it's still something I really find fascinating because – Sexual preference and sexual identity is a weird, curious thing about human nature, and I like knowing about it. You know, I like, I like thinking about why are there some men that are cross-dressers, but they are not homosexuals, and all of these different trying, variations. Trying to figure and, out why you are the way you are, Jake. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to wear any dresses. I feel fairly comfortable with my sexuality. I'm good. Mm. I'm good. But I do like talking about it on the site because, you know, it is kind of my soapbox. All right. Um, since this is the bonus show, I'd just like to thank everybody that's been a member. We got a bunch of new ones uh, recently, so thanks for li- thanks for listening and thanks for signing up. Encourage your friends to do so. This is how we make our money. And we or like just doing spread it. the word. Even spread just get, encourage word. your friends to listen to the regular stuff. Yeah, they they, they will eventually pay. It's it's like crack. We'll get them sooner or later. Exactly. So just give them a freebie, show them the free stuff, and then when they're sort of starting to have withdrawal symptoms, then we give them more crack for tiny amounts of money. This is our evil plan, people, and it is succeeding. (laughs) All right, we'll catch everybody for the Friday show. With that, my name is Jacob Forte. I'm Ryan Harkness. Have a good atheist day, everybody.